Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome into the early line, live right here on Sports Grid on a Tuesday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, and I'm joined, of course, as always, by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how are you? Doing good today as we move on to week four in the NFL, but also we saw last night a drubbing by the Dallas Cowboys over the Eagles, which we'll talk about a lot in today's show. But does baseball now, Kevin, take center stage here for the rest of the week as we try to find out who's in? And who's out in Major League Baseball? The sports world never stops. We will talk mm-hmm. a lot about that. Uh, key Major League Baseball matchups, no doubt, during our number two. But we start things off with our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines. And as Donnie said, the Dallas Cowboys absolutely steamroll the Philadelphia Eagles. 41-21 to 21 is the final. Dak Prescott with three touchdown passes. Ezekiel Elliott with two touchdowns on the ground. And the Cowboys get an easy victory. Yeah, it looked like from the opening kickoff, Dallas wasn't going to have too many issues moving the football here, and they didn't. 41 total points on the board, which included a defensive touchdown. If you would have told me before the game, Kevin, 380 yards by Dallas, 367 yards by the Eagles. We'd have had another close NFC East tilt. But as I said, 41-21, it wasn't even as close as those 20 points say. And as Donnie mentioned there, the Cowboys move the football easily from start to finish in this game. The Eagles, not so much because they had a very odd approach, I felt, to their offensive strategy in this game. But it did lead to Jalen Hurts tallying 361 total yards in the loss. And a lot of Eagles fans will have to evaluate this performance because for most Eagles fans, this season is all about Hurts more than necessarily the results in the win or loss column. Yeah, Hurts didn't play, should I say overall play all that well, Kevin, but you have to put the onus once again. You're you're only as good as your offensive line, and the Eagles' offensive line got beaten Mm -hmm. bad last night by a rough Dallas Cowboys football team that, if I read the statistics right coming into the game, didn't have a sack from their front four. Could have fooled me in that one. They were in the backfield the entire game and flushing Jalen Hurts out of the pocket. Bad night for the offense overall for the Philadelphia Eagles, Kevin. Again, the amount of times that I've had people reach out to me as an Eagles fan as if I'm actually an Eagles head coach. What happened to Miles Sanders? (laughs) I, like you, do not know. Moving over to some more NFL news and notes here. How about Josh Gordon is back again? And this time he signs Donnie with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, reusable tweet. Josh Gordon signs. A few weeks later, he is released, and the organization says we wish him the best in his future endeavors. We'll see if that plays out in this one. You could say the Chiefs are a nice landing spot. You put them on the practice squad. You know, Andy Reid's been known for some reclamation projects, particularly Michael Vick coming out of jail and resurrecting his career and also his life, which was fantastic. Maybe he can do the same with Josh Gordon. I think we all root him on, but this is like, you know, the 10th strike as we like to say, in his career. We'll Mm. see if it lasts. I hope it does, but, you know, looks like what's going to take place in the past, probably going to happen again here. We will talk a little bit about whether or not he will make an impact on this team. I'll leave you with this. Does he play cornerback? If not, I'm not so (laughs) sure. How about some other NFL news and notes here, and these one coming out of Chicago. Matt Nagy is quickly becoming the funniest man in the NFL. Heading into their Week 4 matchup against the Detroit Lions, by any stretch of the imagination, a must-win game for this football team. Not only is Justin Fields or Andy Dalton in the mix to start the quarterback position, 
but a one Nick Foles is in the mix as well. We bring the radio audience into the fold. Appreciate all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on a Tuesday morning. And Donnie, Fields, Foles, Dalton. A lot of options for Matt Nagy and the Bears. You know, it's interesting with that tweet that came out. We all got a good chuck out of it. This guy's no idea what he's doing, but I honestly believe that tweet in its entirety here. I don't think he has any mm-hmm. idea what to do with these three quarterbacks, and where do you go? I'm going to put a hurt Andy Dalton out here behind that terrible offensive line. I'm going to put a rookie quarterback out here who clearly isn't ready to play, or I could go back to Nick Foles, which didn't do much for the Chicago Bears in his history as well. I, I I'm at a loss for words. Like, who do you run out there, and why do you run them out? It should be fascinating as they return home to Soldier Field after that performance on Sunday. I I love it. I think it's so funny. I apologize, Bears fans, but he he would probably give me a call if it meant he didn't have to play Justin Fields at yep. this point. How about a trade? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on the early line, recapping Monday night football. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles 41-21, to a comfortable cover for Cowboys backers, and a game that gets over, which at one point looked like it may not in typical over fashion. Once it gets there, it gets there in a big-time way. 51.5 was the total 62 points in this football game. Let's start on the Dallas side, Donnie, because... The offense is going to always be the star of their show, but this was a very good performance for their defense. The Eagles touchdowns on the offensive side of the football coming in garbage time. One of them was a defensive touchdown that helped them get up to that 21-point mark. And what's standing out right now is that Dallas is constantly winning the turnover battle. And I still don't think their defense is all that good. But in this day and age, turnovers are probably more important than just your traditional stops as it is. You need playmakers to make plays, and that's what they've done through three weeks of the NFL season. Yeah, both teams had a defensive touchdown last night. The Eagles tied it up when Fletcher Cox recovered a fumble in the end zone. Then you had Diggs in the second half to start right out of the gate. A pick six where Devontae Smith fell down. Easy catch and run to the end zone, and off they were. But I think you're right when you look at the Dallas defense. And it's the same thing, Kevin, across the entire NFL when you try to break down who's good on defense, who's not good on defense. You do have to be opportunistic, but also if the onus is on the offense to take advantage of what you can't do. 
The Dallas Cowboys couldn't really rush the passer. Well, everybody, again, looks like on the Eagles' offensive line is hurt. Very easy to rush the passer in that respect. Also, when you take a look at a secondary that I don't think is very good for the Dallas Cowboys, you still need a very good quarterback and some capable wide receivers to do damage against that secondary. Now, you could also look at the end, the final end score, and say, okay, Eagles put up 21 total points. They had 326 yards passing out of Jalen Hurts. That should be enough. They were effective. But when you watch the game as it played out here, the Eagles' offense was not effective. And when you needed to score, when you're down two touchdowns in the first half or when you're down two touchdowns getting the football in the second half, you have to take advantage of those situations. We even saw on Monday Night Football right before the half, Kevin, the Philadelphia Eagles have the ball, move it out about to midfield, fourth and five, fourth and six. The clock runs down. We all laugh at Mike McCarthy. Maybe he was a smart one going, eh, I don't trust Nick Sirianni. I don't think he's going for it. It doesn't matter if I call any of these timeouts anyway. That's an opportunity where your defense was struggling. You have to go toe-to-toe. And maybe the Philadelphia Eagles pick up that first down, kick a field goal to get it within 10 points, and have a different attitude coming out of the half with Jalen Hurts, and maybe Devontae Smith doesn't fall down. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. The Dallas Cowboys were the much better overall football team, including their defense compared to the Eagles' defense. And the thing is, even if you had a more traditional Cowboys defensive performance, it might have not mattered. Dallas moved this ball start to finish easy as you'd like. And they even left points out there when they were unable to convert, unable according to the refs. I honestly still think Dak Prescott got in on a fourth and inch QB sneak. 41 points for them. Yes, one of those, as you mentioned, a defensive touchdown. But again, Dak Prescott, look at these numbers here. 21 of 26, nine yards per pass, three touchdowns, no turnovers. The ground game, when you look at the two running backs, both averaging over five yards per rush when you talk about Pollard and Zeke. Donnie, their offense was dominant in this game. And the Eagles defense through two weeks looked really really good i wonder if it's more about maybe the birds stepping up in class or just dallas you know being this this good yeah i think dallas is good but also when you have both of your starting running backs here on dallas rush for 5.6 yards per carry and 5.5 yards per carry you're not going to do very much damage from a defensive perspective if you can't slow the runners down dak prescott looks sensational this year we had a little bit of a question mark how's he going to come back you know henry into the season we saw in preseason camp Dak Prescott worried about his ankle, his throwing shoulders hurt. You could have fooled me because his performances over the first three weeks have been sensational. Kevin, looking at this game, I do have a quick question because you brought up a a pretty good point here. The Dak Prescott, you know, fourth and one quarterback sneak, he scored that touchdown. I think we could put two and two together and it equals four. But the way the rules are written, both sideline judges running in did not call it a touchdown. So you see, go to the cameras and the NFL has a lot of them. Say one of these vantage points is going to get this guy crossing the goal line. The NFL, which is a billion-dollar business, multi-multi-billions, mm-hmm. the fact that they don't have in every state, like you see the television broadcast, Kevin, right? And the, the roving camera that runs all the way over the field. If anybody's been to a primetime game or a 4 o'clock game or a Monday night football game at a home stadium of your choice, you see that camera going all over the field. What is stopping the NFL from lacing two cameras, one on one goal line, directly above it, one on the other one, pointing down with HD, where I say, oh, did he cross the goal line? Let me just go to the direct overhead camera. Yes, he did. Because if you had an overhead camera, you would have saw exactly where the football was for Dak Prescott last night. But the NFL continues to say, we don't need this. Meanwhile, you absolutely need it. It's a scoring play. It's like in hockey or, you know, soccer, if you didn't have a a camera near the actual goal. We said, well, eh, we, we saw from 30 yards back. It looked like it was good. No, that figures everything out. Just put the camera above the goal line, Kevin. I don't know what's stopping the NFL from doing such things. Let me make this even easier here, okay? For anyone out there that's a fan of soccer, like Donnie, I know he watches every single game. Yeah, He's got some big action today on the slate. Mm-hmm. Where They have a technology that when the ball crosses into the goal, the watch buzzes on the ref, and he goes, the goal was scored. Now, you mean to tell me the NFL can't figure out how to put a chip in the football and let no one the football crosses into the end zone? What's that, too easy? What does that make, too much sense? Instead, we have to rely on guys all the way over there and all the way down there who have no idea amongst big piles and just assume. The th- like, and that's the thing about those plays, is if one of them went like this, it's a touchdown. 
So it's just depending on what the guy says on the field. And then we go, ah, we have no idea. Call stands. It's preposterous. It's nonsense. Sometimes the NFL decides that they need to operate like it's the 1900s and there's no reason for it. It's a simple soccer guy fix, Donnie. One I'm sure you are going to suggest momentarily. Yeah, you know, you know what's interesting about that too? Because I understand where people say you put the chip in the football. But keep in mind also, it's not necessarily soccer where the ball goes out of bounds, you just go and get the ball. There are like 50 footballs on both sides that get traded in and out. And I would love to see the chaos that happens when the microchip is not working and somebody scores a touchdown. And then the NFL referees go, hey, well, I didn't get a buzz on my wrist here. No, he was three yards in the end zone. And it didn't buzz. We're just going to have to overturn this call. Complete mayhem would happen. There are easier ways for this to be done. But there are so many cameras in the NFL. It should be easy to do. Every once in a while, you're going to get a blocked view, yes. But it seemed like last night on that Dak Prescott touchdown, or what should have been a touchdown here, Every single angle was blocked perfectly, except the one camera from overhead behind the actual goal line. And the referees didn't want to overturn that one. But I could see where they put the chip in the football and all heck breaks loose because they can't figure out which football had the chip. Why is this one in the game? And the batteries are running low on this football chip over here. Uh, If that had... Listen, they have multiple soccer balls on the pitch. If the NFL, which they probably are right, wouldn't be able to get the chip process down because the batteries died in a football, that's a whole different kind of problem there. I want, we're going to talk a little bit more about these games. There's updated division odds when it comes to the NFC East. I think we need to talk about Jalen Hurts and his outlook. But there is a big conversation being had, Donnie, around the Eagles giving Miles Sanders the football twice in the first half and never again for the rest of the game. There was one Kenneth Gainwell run that might as well not count. It was garbage time here. And I was doing in-play sports tonight along yourself, and I said, run the ball, run the ball. Now, you perhaps felt like the game was already out of hand. I don't think that's possible in the first half. He had two carries. One of them went for 24 yards. It was baffling, the fact that they just completely abandoned the run the second the ball was kicked off seemingly to start this game. Yeah, the line of scrimmage, it seemed to me, that was controlled immediately on both sides of the ball by the Dallas Cowboys. So I hear you got to run the football more. Maybe it would have been 41 to 24 if they ran the football more. That's just the way I saw the game. I don't think it really had any impact here. Right from the jump, Dallas was going to score at will, it seemed. And I think the Eagles understood we have to return fire. If we slow the game down, it just means that Dallas is going to get the ball back a little bit later, but they'll still score, and we actually won't because we're trying to run the football down two scores. I'm not an establish the run kind of guy. It's more, (laughs) hey, that one run play you ran worked well. I want to give it another whirl instead of making Jalen Hurts do every single thing. It was an odd approach, I think, from Nick Sirianni and the lads. Take a break. Come back. Talk a little more Monday Night Football next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on Sports Grid, going over some Monday night football action. And I want to talk about the updated odds to win the NFC East, but in a moment. Because the Philadelphia Eagles again here on prime time give us an opportunity to talk about their quarterback. Because they're one of the teams that enters this season who need to find out about their quarterback. If this is going to be a year where they struggle, they'll have a high draft pick. Assuming Carson Wentz is out there long enough, they might also have a high draft pick or at least another first-round choice from the Indianapolis Colts. And everybody knows that Howie Roseman is desperate to pick another quarterback because apparently it's his favorite hobby going right now. Well, Jalen Hurts is going to try and hold that off. And Donnie, we're you know, three weeks into the season, so decisions don't need to be made just yet, but I'll pose the question and check the temperature on it. Is Jalen Hurts the Eagles franchise quarterback? It's a tough one to say as of now, particularly after what we saw last night, because if you would have said after game one against Atlanta, whoa, look at that. I knew we shouldn't have traded for a quarterback. And I say we as being the Eagles. And then you had a little bit of the growing pains against a better football team in the San Francisco 49ers. And then you saw what happened last night. But you can't blame. I'm a realist here. Because a lot of people threw Carson Wentz right out of town. Ah, he can't win. He can't do this. The simple fact is, if you don't surround quarterbacks with talent, including give them time to throw the football, nothing else really matters. It really doesn't. So if we're trying to judge Jalen Hurts on his you know, seven career starts, we don't know enough. But the one thing I do know is, looks like you probably lost another guard for the year. You don't know when Brandon Brooks is coming back or Joel and Mylotta. So if you are under siege each and every time, the quarterback can't make sharp decisions and look good with the football. Isn't it nice to stand back behind a great, like, you know, put Jalen Hurts behind the offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and give him three all-pro wide receivers, a, a good uh, tight end or two good tight ends, I should say, mm-hmm. and a pretty good play caller and head football coach. See what he does. I can't judge these guys based on incomplete offenses overall. And also keep in mind, you're dealing with a rookie head coach, which is learning on the job as well. Tough situation. Jury's still out on Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to down the kid just yet. He's got a long way to go, and the schedule does get a little bit easier on the back end as opposed to now having to go toe-to-toe with Mahomes on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, not the spot you want to be in Mahomes off of consecutive losses. The Chiefs coming the town there but at the end of the day of course you want the wins and losses it's still a team sport and I look at Jalen Hurts and I think he still brings what you want from a modern NFL quarterback that ability to be mobile in the pocket he is as good as anyone not named Lamar Jackson in the NFL he has the ability to make plays and I know it's very cliche but he is very clearly a gamer you know those last garbage time drives I don't think he approached like they were garbage time and I, I still value that, I guess. And perhaps it's just this odd feeling where Wentz very clearly quit on that team at some point during last season. And that just doesn't feel like what you're going to be getting from Jalen Hurts. But to really emphasize on Donnie's point there, when you look around who Jalen Hurts is working with, again, Brandon Brooks, injured again, Jordan Maialata, out. Lost a guard in the midst of this game. The fact that you've got Devonta Smith as wide receiver one, and he is only three games into his NFL career, I think the part that frustrates me personally as an Eagles fan, maybe more than anything else, is that I know he only has 14 more games to hold on to this job, when I don't think that should be the case. And by the way, if you're following college football, who are you taking? Malik Willis of Liberty? <laughs> Sam Howell of UNC? Spencer Rattler going to get drafted in round one simply because he wears a Sooners uniform? Like, I don't even know if there's a quarterback out there, Donnie, that really warrants any team, the Eagles included, punting on their current quarterback situation. 
Yeah, you usually get those late risers uh, throughout the college football season, which teams say, as we say, like, oh, this doesn't look like there's going to be a good one. Watch. Trust me on this. When we get to the 2022 draft, the first three picks are probably going to be quarterbacks out of college. Ooh, we're falling in love with this guy based on some combines and how he threw the football in shorts. But I hear you on that. There is a decision that has to be made, and the Eagles do have the ammunition to go out and get other quarterbacks if they do come available. Aaron Rodgers, which I don't think is going to come to Philadelphia, or a Deshaun Watson. But keep in mind, there are going to be a lot of suitors, and you all that goodwill that you built up saying, hey, look, we're a young football team. We're trying to get better. We have all these picks. You're going to burn all of those, and if that quarterback doesn't work out, it's back to square 10, not square 1. That is a good point there. The updated odds win the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, minus 185 for context. Tampa Bay is minus 230. The Packers are minus 490. Behind Dallas, Washington plus 450. The Eagles are plus 500. And then 13 to 1 on the New York Giants. Donnie, when you look at these odds to win this division, what jumps out to you? What jumps out to me overall is the Cowboys at minus 185, and I do think they should be there. We've talked about it many times over the summer, and I sort of outsmarted myself. Early on, when you're just trying to keep everything, Kevin, simple, what makes sense in the NFC East? And I told myself, there is no other quarterback that can compete with Dak Prescott out of this. And that included Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is now injured for the Washington football team, Jalen Hurts, and also Daniel Jones. And I said to myself, just keep Mm -hmm. it simple. If Dak is healthy, which we think he's going to be, and then we saw the ankle, maybe that's an issue, and we saw the shoulder, that's an issue. So I started this way and said, you know what, I'm going to lean on the Washington football team here. I think Fitzpatrick will do enough. The defense will keep them in order. I don't like Dallas's defense, and I'm getting a couple question marks here on Dak Prescott. I should have just kept it simple here with my initial thought process on the NFC East. Dak Prescott is so far and away the better quarterback, and that's what wins in the NFL, and I allowed myself to talk my way out of it as the summer progressed and flipped over to the Washington football team. It's still a long season. It's still a long way to go. But if you tell me, Kevin, from watching those three football games from each one of these teams in the NFC East, the quarterback performance by Dak Prescott is out of this world. Everybody else, massive question marks are underperforming at this time. I think you you go through it. And even, man, I don't know about this Dallas team. I worry about their defense, which, by the way, I do. They have the most turnovers in the NFL. They've created eight thus far. I don't know if that sustains. If it does, they're going to be fine. But, it, like, their defense is still absolutely with its warts. But as Donnie said, and this has kind of been the case here all year long, who else are you getting involved in? And you just go brick by brick, piece by piece here. Washington football team. I like again, I don't know if people thought I was doing this as a bit for fun. Their defense is bad. Like you listen to these broadcasts now, they're like, man, I don't know what's going on with this football team defense there. Oh, I don't know. Why don't you pay attention that all they were doing was playing Nick Mullins and Brandon Allen's of the world? And every time they played any quarterback worth its salt, they didn't put up good performances. Again, like I still will never get over that performance against Tampa Bay in the divisional round. People were saying, oh, that was the closest anybody played the Bucs in the postseason. No, it wasn't. Why didn't you watch the NFC Conference Championship? Oh, they had Brady on the ropes. No, they didn't. They put up 31 points on the road, and they were cruising. The Washington football team is not legitimate. The Philadelphia Eagles, I think, have looked like the second-best team in this division through three weeks for whatever that's worth. But sometimes you also need a schedule to line up. And look, at the end of the day, You'd love an easy end to the season, but what does it matter if you start two and six and you kind of feel defeated already? The Eagles play all of their divisional games plus a matchup like with the Jets to close things out. How are you meant to build any kind of momentum when now comes Kansas City and then another playoff team and then another playoff team walks into your building? And then lastly, Donnie is is a Giants team I have no idea how anybody can get behind this group here. Yeah, yeah, they've been competitive in, in the last two games, but boy, this team maybe more than any finds ways to lose. Yeah, they certainly do. And they lost a talking about, you know, not only losing on the field, but losing basically off it as well. Now, Blake Martinez, the middle linebacker, he's now out for the season with a torn ACL. You lost two wide receivers, two starting wide receivers here on Sunday. But getting back to your point on the Philadelphia Eagles, it's almost like the schedule maker should help you out a little bit. 
younger team, mm. younger head coach, you front load the schedule with games that they possibly can compete in and win. So let's just say the first six games, like the last six games of the schedule for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're three and three. Maybe they buy in a little bit more to the young head coach, and I can see things working its way through. So you're competitive throughout the season. But you're right. It could get ugly quickly in Philadelphia, and it's the same way we take a look at the Colts here. If you can weather the storm, there are wins on the schedule. But we all know the human element, Kevin. It's a brand new coach and a brand new regime. If the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles are sitting in here at one and seven, veterans will start to buy out, and all the goodwill that the you know honeymoon period that you have with the young coach in Philadelphia will be out the door quickly. But it's up to that coaching staff in the front office to keep this train on the tracks because you are going to judge this head coach knowing. It's a tough start to the season. Will they still listen to you by the end of the season where they checked out? Mm-hmm. Because winnable games are on the schedule during the back end. It's just a matter, can you get to the back end and still somewhat be in closing distance for the Cowboys or the Washington football team, whoever's in the lead, heading into November and December? And here's how I view Dallas now. Because are you really going to lay minus 185 after three weeks? Unlikely. But if you trust that they win this division... I want you to listen to the prices to, to win the NFC for the other teams that are favored to win their respective divisions. Tampa's plus 280. The Rams are 5-1, to one, and the Packers are plus 550. Double the Packers is the Dallas Cowboys at 11-1. to one. Now, I think that all three of those teams are better than the Dallas Cowboys. But if the Cowboys are supposed to play a home game to open the playoffs in the way the odds suggest that they will, double the number of... All of these other teams that are expected to win their division could create some legitimate value. It's three weeks out. Are we betting to hedge down the road? It depends how you want to approach this futures market. But 11-1 to on the Dallas Cowboys, if they are able to go out there and not only win this division, but keep in mind, because a lot of people remain very, very low on this division as a whole, the NFC least moniker not really being shaken off to a lot of people there. If they beat up on this division game after game after game, then they're maybe going to be in shouting distance of a number one overall seed in the NFC as the Rams have to battle the West and perhaps the Bucks have some legitimate competition in the South. Green Bay is going to steamroll the North as projected. But Dallas at 11-1 in the NFC is an interesting price. Up next, we go hot or not. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece with nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, we're back right here on the early line. Kevin Walsh from Don and Rideside with you on this Tuesday morning. And some key notes that came out of the NFL yesterday that perfectly line up for a hot or not. We start in Chicago. The Bears 
three weeks into the season find themselves apparently with three options at the quarterback position. Two of them might not even be healthy enough to actually play. We're not so sure just yet, but the report is that Matt Nagy has said Nick Foles, Justin Fields, and Andy Dalton are all on the table to start this upcoming game against the Detroit Lions. Donnie, hot or not, the Bears should stick with Justin Fields. I'm actually going to go not on this one, even though I do think it's probably the right thing. But the fact is, Kevin, if the quarterback is playing terrible football, that's one thing. If he's protected, just not making his read, you say, hey, kid's going to make mistakes. It's the NFL. He's got to learn coverages. But the simple fact is when he drops back to pass, meaning Justin Fields, he's getting sacked on just about every single play which means, A, the offensive line isn't holding up, and, B, he's not processing the information fast enough. It's one thing to go out in the football game and go 26 for 49 for one touchdown and three interceptions and say, hey, I threw the football around. We moved it a little bit. I made some mistakes in the red zone. I shouldn't have thrown this pass. I had this guy wide open on the backside, missed him. I was supposed to check out of this play. I just missed the key of the middle linebacker. That's one thing. The other thing is when you're not even competitive on offense. That was an embarrassing performance on Sunday. And yes, a lot of it goes on Nagy. And yes, a lot of it goes on the offensive line. But there is equal partnership out there with Justin Fields just looking terrible like he doesn't know what's actually going on or processing the information during the play. Do I think Justin Fields Mm -hmm. will be a good quarterback once he gets a good offensive line and a real head coach? I actually do. But if you're looking from a perspective of, I got to save this kid from himself and our organization because if you remember David Carr, the brother quarterback of Derek Carr of the Raiders, he got shell-shocked right away on an expansion team in Houston and was never the same. The one thing you want from a young quarterback, Kevin, in the NFL is to be able to progress, to be confident out there. You don't want him just to revert back to bad habits and say, hey, look, I know when I snap the football, the four pass rushers on the front line are going to be in my face. I'm just going to run around, play street ball, and see if I can make a play. That doesn't work long-term in the NFL. It's about making good habits in practice translate to the field. It's not happening right now. I would not be surprised for the health of the franchise if you actually just put Nick Foles out there because it doesn't matter if he stinks, if he gets injured, or if he has bad tendencies. He's probably not going to be Mm. around for the next regime. From a Bears perspective and a Bears fan base, do you want to see Fields out there? You probably do. But if he's not picking up good habits, what's the point? He only set back the process of him being a good quarterback in the NFL. I think Donnie is spot on as it pertains to picking up the habits. See, I really believe you can break a player. I think you can break a quarterback. I will forever swear that Deshaun Kaiser was not as bad as Hugh Jackson made him look. Man, I can't believe that they let that guy coach twice. 1-15 in got worse the next season. That should not be possible, and yet it was. And Justin Fields, if he stays out there in this Matt Nagy offense, might be broken. And this, to me, isn't about Fields, really, even at this point, in terms of what I believe in him as a quarterback. I like Justin Fields. I was on record time and time again. What are we doing with Zach Wilson? What are we doing with Mac Jones? Justin Fields should be the second quarterback off of the board. And he wasn't and fine enough. The Chicago Bears, I think, got themselves a great pick in April. Right then and there, they should have cut Dalton and fired Nagy. Right then and there. Because listen to the conversation around Matt Nagy and his approach offensively to that game against the Cleveland Browns. It's, it's almost scary that they, he did nothing to help Fields whatsoever. Just stationary in the pocket. Does Matt Nagy not know the player that was drafted? Justin Fields is a mobile quarterback. Again, not Lamar Jackson, but a guy that can use his legs to put himself in advantageous positions. But also, and I'm not here to throw a conspiracy that Matt Nagy is actively trying to ruin Justin Fields because I don't know how that would help him. But he went out there and crafted a game plan that gave Trubisky at least a shot at surviving in this league. Why did he not craft a game plan that gave Justin Fields a shot in surviving in this game? They should just fire Nagy now. They should have fired him in the offseason. And to me, Donnie, the reason that this is a not is because I wouldn't let Justin Fields back out there on the field until Matt Nagy is long gone. Yes, and, you know, being a big Twitter guy, I like to tweet out stuff in the offseason. There's been no bigger <laughs> opponent to Matt Nagy since 2018 than right here, Donnie Wrightside. And sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong with your opinions, but it just seemed to me 
typically, you know, the NFL new cycle, let's just say, for a front office and a quarterback is. You get a new regime in town, which Nagy was a new guy. You get to pick your quarterback. You get to roll through and see what happens. But at the end of that regime, if you fail miserably saying, here's the quarterback I'm going to trade up for when there were some dynamite quarterbacks on the board, you chose Mitchell Trubisky. It didn't work out. Why do you get a second run at using up a lot of draft picks and say, hey, look, did you see the way I developed Mitchell Trubisky? Wait, do you see me do Justin Fields? And it looks like the exact same game plan where I remember betting on Chicago Bear football games where one game Mitchell Trubisky ran out of the pocket, fell down, and sprained his shoulder and immediately thought, this is actually a really good thing for my bet because Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be the quarterback. Don't turn this into Justin Fields at this point here. Justin Fields is an immensely talented kid. And just getting back to the original points of where the kid actually lands, would there be a different mindset if he landed in New England, being Justin Fields? If he landed in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, the minute that Justin Fields was traded for it and went to Chicago in a big city, he's going to be under the microscope. But now you're going to give him a head football coach that failed so miserably with Mitchell Trubisky. Why would you give him the keys to the Ferrari to say, you know what, even though I failed on this, this next guy, give me the one right after him. I'll make sure I do this right. What a terrible start for the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. And you're also right in saying, just don't break the kid here in year one. Would you be upset if you're mm-hmm. a Bears fan? If Matt Nagy came out and says, hey, look, I'm going to do what's in the best interest of this team. I told you all along, I didn't think this football team was good enough, so I wasn't going to start our rookie quarterback until the appropriate time. If he says, it says, Nick Foles is going to be our starter, he's a veteran. Because, again, quite frankly, if he gets injured or doesn't play well, at least our franchise quarterback is not damaged goods after year one. Justin Fields plus 900 to an offensive rookie of the year, what it took for his odds to be adjusted down for him to get on the field. That's how bad this has been for Fields when he's been out there for the Chicago Bears. How about another piece of headline news here and the fact that Josh Gordon is back in the NFL once again, and now he signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. Donnie, hot or not, Josh Gordon will make a difference for those Chiefs. I, I say not on this. Now, you see a difference for a football team would be, Kevin, a wide receiver being signed of his talent. And I don't know what his talent level is because he was really cool to watch in like 2015, but it's 2021. So now we fast forward it now and say, is he going to make a difference? The offense doesn't need to make a difference on the Chiefs. So what mm-hmm. difference are we talking about? He picks up two catches a week for 21 yards and maybe goes for four for 41 on a week. This offense is built around Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey over the middle, you know, an electric wide receiver in the cheetah on the outside, and a couple mixed match guys like Pringle and some other, you know, ancillary wide receivers on that football team. What are we expecting from Josh Gordon for the Kansas City Chiefs? And what do they need in Josh Gordon? When you sit back and watch the Chiefs games, you know what? Boy, if they had one more wide receiver, that's the missing link on this offense. Absolutely not. I just think it's Andy Reid saying, hey, I want to help this kid out. Let's see if we can bring him into our Chiefs mentality, which is a great organization, get him the help he needs, and maybe he can be a productive football player. But being an impact Mm -hmm. player on the Chiefs, absolutely not. All in all, I think Josh Gordon can be exciting for this football team. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs adding dynamic players is exciting. But as Donnie said, unless they sign him to play cornerback, this doesn't really make the difference. The Kansas City Chiefs offense went out against the Chargers and turned the football over on their first three possessions. It's a legitimate problem, but again, some of that stuff's a little bit fluky. An interception comes off of the hands, a Tyreek Hill fumble that I didn't really agree with the call on, CEH having some issues there. Is that where you're bringing in Josh Gordon to fix? Because I look at the Chiefs and and I worry about giving up 36 to Baltimore and 30 to the Chargers and 29 to the Cleveland Browns. And guess what? The, the, the Chiefs are playing great football teams to start this season. No doubt about it. They really are. I think those are potentially all playoff teams that they've opened their season with. But this is not going to be a situation where Josh Gordon comes into the fold and we go, well, that was the missing link. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins could join the Chiefs, and I'm not sure I'd be higher or lower on this football team if that became a reality here. I still think they're the best team in the AFC. I've not, you know, changed my stance based on their one and two start. I'm excited to see again what Gordon can bring here, Donnie. I'm excited to see what he does for prop players of the like. But I don't think that this is where this team is struggling. 
No, and you're exactly correct. It doesn't do them any. And again, maybe this is good for Josh Gordon because there is no you know, impression you have to make right away. There is no impact after yeah. two weeks we're expecting you to have. Like if your mm-hmm. star wide receiver went down, oh, we're going to replace him with Josh Gordon. We can't wait for him to get up and make big-time plays and put the spotlight on him. Maybe just put him on the practice squad, Kevin, for the entire season. Get him back in the NFL. Get him back to working out, being around the guys. Maybe you can give him a spot start or two. But there's no real need for the wide receiver position. And maybe that's why they're doing this here. Maybe the NFL reached mm-hmm. out to Andy Reid, just like in similar past. The NFL reached out, you know, not directly from the commissioner, but, hey, Michael Vick's coming out of jail. Who's somebody should be able to give him a second chance? Tony Dungy stepped in. Andy Reid was the perfect landing spot. Jeffrey Lurie backed him up on that, and it worked out well. So maybe he's thinking he can save another guy here and try to, you know, resurrect his career, but also being an upstanding citizen and being able to get on with his life and be productive. Kudos to Andy Reid and the Chiefs for actually doing this, and the NFL probably backing them up. But the impact on the football field, I think, is going to be very minimal here for me, Kevin. Also wanted to bring up the other teams in the AFC West, since we're talking a little Kansas City Chiefs, and you've got a Chargers team that just beat them and a Raiders team that sits there at 3-0. and I didn't leave Denver out intentionally, but their odds to make the playoffs don't line up as well as the Raiders and the Chargers, and these teams are actually going to play on Monday. Donnie, hot or not, the Raiders, who are even money to make the postseason, have a better chance to make the playoffs than the Chargers, whose yes market is minus 116. As we sit today on September the 28th with this question, I go hot. The Raiders have a better chance Mm. at making the playoffs than the Chargers do. But I preface that by saying one team is undefeated while the other team has a loss. So theoretically, they have a better chance to make the playoffs. But here's the interesting part. If you bring the same exact question to me next Tuesday after a primetime football game between the Raiders and the Chargers and the Chargers pick up the W, then obviously this is going to be a role reversal. If I'm looking season long, I don't actually believe this because I like the Chargers. I think they're going places. I love Herbert. I think overall as a team, player for player, they're a better football team than the Vegas Raiders are. But sitting here on the 28th of the month, one team has more wins than the other team. So right now I'm looking Mm. towards the Raiders to be the better football team to make the playoffs with the value. But if you're asking me season long, still going with those Chargers out there, Kevin. Yeah, and and again, yes, right now the Raiders better record. I anticipate after Monday, we'll talk about that game when you know the time comes. I think they'll have the same record. And I, I just you have to look at schedules when we're talking playoffs and things down the road here. The Chargers got a very favorable draw this season. And I think the Chargers will be in the playoffs this year, but maybe they both will make the playoffs. It'd be funny if after all that talk about the entire NFC West making the postseason, does the entire AFC West make the playoffs? Some interesting stuff. We'll take a break right here on the early line. Up next, a couple soccer guys will break down an odds boost. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on Sports Grid. Love a good Oz here on the early line. And look, it's always important to bring these up because I know whenever there's a soccer odds boost, Donnie stops everything he's doing, cracks down, opens up the book. He's capping left and right. And we got an interesting one here today involving some Champions League action. Both Manchester City and Liverpool to win. That boost will pay out, Donnie, at plus 340. Yeah, I think I might have to get involved in this one. Why? Because as we were talking last night on In Play Sports tonight, Kevin, I was telling you what? Hey, look at me. Six straight odds boost winners here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Mm. But as we like to know, high fives all around the room last night as I went 0 for mm. 2. Mm. And if you would have told me here, Kevin, that Ezekiel Elliott would get two touchdowns and I just need one nice more man. from either CeeDee Lamb, Miles Sanders, or Devontae Smith to cash in that nice plus 250, wasn't meant to be. And how about this one? The coup de grace of the night last night. Two touchdowns for each team, or touchdown for each team, and field goals for each team. I don't even think they attempted a field goal last night in that one. So I'm looking for a bounce back. So talking about football from American side perspective over in England to a football soccer perspective, I need maybe some cheering up here today, Kevin. 0-2 yesterday, mm. unacceptable on my FanDuel odds boost. Do I get involved in this? Can you push me over the edge? I mean, first of all, listen to that breakdown right there. I mean, I, I mean that's a guy that knows his soccer left and True. right. I'll tell you this, yeah. though. Manchester City, you might see PSG, and you might think to yourself, PSG, they've got 1,000 players. They're going to score a zillion goals. Manchester City, typically viewed as the absolute best team, though, in European football. I mean, brother, what are we doing in the back door? Liverpool Porto, though, is an interesting one as well. But Liverpool is a minus 120 favorite all in all. Plus 340 is a great payday and one that can get you to the window there and enjoy some success. Taking a break here, though, on the early line. Up next, some early lines. We're taking a look at the week four board here we'll see what the eagles are getting hosting the kansas city chiefs we'll see what the dallas cowboys are laying hosting the carolina panthers and a lot more games keep it right here on the early line we'll be right back listening to your favorite podcast that's smart earning your degree online from southern new hampshire university that's really smart With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> 